Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. We're going to have some fun today. No, wait. It's SHTF. There's no fun, folks, but we will make fun of these ding-dongs as we educate ourselves and help others. My big request for you, hit the button up here. Hit that, copy that, share that, whatever it takes. Share the link to these videos. Um, if you're on Subscribestar, thank you very much for being here because you are here live, live. Um, there's no other way to do it. That's the best way to do it. For two bucks a month, seven cents a day, you're here live with us asking questions, looking at what's going on. And we had a big, big thing happen today, and I'm probably going to spend an awful lot of time on it. But it is the monologue. It is the Q&A, and it is SHTF for everyone. Yay. Oh, my gosh. But because it is the Q&A time of day, get your questions into Jolene. Um, we will get to you in the second half of the hour. And we got some big stuff. The big, big, big one, folks, is as the Senate gets ready to vote on infringing on an inalienable right, the Supreme Court has made a decision with regard to New York's gun rights case. Now, they have had for well over 100 years a rule in New York, right, allowing the city, allowing anywhere in the state to say, nah, nah, the Second Amendment doesn't matter. You have to have a very good reason in order to get a concealed weapons permit. Well, today the Supreme Court decided on this case striking down New York's strict concealed carry law and basically established the right of law-abiding Americans, law-abiding Americans to carry a loaded gun in public without showing any very special needs, right? The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Stepping on the corner of the Second Amendment and saying, oh, no, 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 you need to have a very special reason Right. They took that away from the state. And boy, is it causing a furor, especially with, you know, the case down in Texas, the case of the extremely wackadoo person being allowed to spend over an hour inside a school killing people. Hmm. Maybe we should have laws requiring a much faster response time and forcing law enforcement to take action. Well, uh, let's just start here. The Supreme Court said the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed by New York. And the mayor of New York City has indicated they will continue to deny this right with prejudice, folks, knowing full well that the Supreme Court of the United States has ruled in favor of the people. All right, so 
in violation of the law of the land, the Second Amendment, and the ruling by the court, can the mayor and New York Police Department, the NYPD, be sued for refusing to comply with the law and the Supreme Court of the United States decisions? The answer, I think, is yes. Right? Even though the mayor has come right out and said, we're just going to ignore this. We're just going to do what we want. Well, the law directs and the court has ruled. There is no excuse. And uh, this refusal to comply is willful and prejudicial against the rights of the individual. And again, this right is being considered an individual right. So F you to Mayor Adams and as well to Hockle, the governor, because apparently they're triggered by it, folks. They're triggered by it. And it continues. It continues. Where do we want to go next? <laughs> what do we want to discuss next, right? Incredible news going on, folks. Joe Biden decided he would weigh in on it. He's all triggered and stuff. Uh, the Justice Department also released some statements. And guess what? I don't care what the opinion of Joe Biden is. I don't care what the opinion of the Justice Department is or Merrick Garland or the mayor of New York. I don't care. In fact, if the mayor of New York wants to just ignore the ruling and do what he wants, and that's fine, there's no penalty, then maybe we, the people, should look at anything passed by a city, a state, or the federal government and say, you know what, we don't care. We're not following it. Why should we give a shit if they don't? Why should we follow any rule if they refuse? You see, folks, this is what it's coming to. This is lawlessness by those who have sworn an oath to obey and uphold and defend the law. I've been calling for accountability. Uh, the, the power to hold elected officials who take an oath to hold them responsible. And uh, we're going to go to probably the, the side of everything that is much more dangerous, the SHTF side. It's SHTF for everyone. Now, Joe Biden made a statement about the overturning of the, you know, century-old, hundred-year-old law. And this is his statement. And I'm going to read just the first paragraph. I am deeply disappointed by the Supreme Court's ruling in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. Since 1911, the state of New York has required individuals who would carry who would like to carry concealed weapon in public to show a need to do so for the purpose of self-defense and to acquire a license. More than a century later, the U.S. Supreme Court has chosen to strike down New York's long-established authority to protect its citizens. This ruling contradicts both common sense and the Constitution and should deeply trouble us all. Sounds like it affirms the Constitution shall not be infringed. Sounds like it is confirming of common sense, not contradictory to it, because he just said New York's long-established authority to protect its citizens. This is not removing New York's authority to protect its citizens. New York has state police and city police and county sheriffs if they want to protect the citizens. Refusing someone 
a concealed weapons permit without cause is not protecting the people of the state. How does denying someone who is not a criminal, who has a valid reason, that reason is they choose to have a concealed weapons permit. That's as valid as it gets, right? I contend that if a person applies, this is common sense. If a person applies for a concealed carry permit, they are demonstrating a will and a need and a belief right there. If they desire it, they must have a reason. Now, criminals don't need a permit, license, or a reason. They just commit crimes. They'll conceal a gun and they don't give a shit. But law-abiding citizens, we have to jump through hoops. Right, right. The lawlessness in New York and New York City by both politicians and criminals, right? And also folks, not just New York, New York City, but across the nation. It is due to a-hole Democrats, right? The violence that's out there, the lawlessness is, is due to a-hole Democrats. And it's off the hook. And the police may or may not help you. The state may or may not help protect you. So you want to protect yourself. So there is a cause, a reason, and a belief in place. And the Second Amendment. Uh, it is more of an authority than any city or state law. Because the Second Amendment is the law of the land. Unbelievable, folks, how these people want to violate your rights. If they're willing, right, if they could, if Joe Biden could rule by decree, if he could just pronounce a law into existence, he would do it. These people would act as dictators, folks, if they could. And they do where they are authorized. Joe Biden keeps signing all kinds of executive orders and directives and commands. Right? They want to provide Jim Jones juice for children, so they, they buy lots of it and distribute it. They want to buy uh, Pride Pox medications, and so they just go buy it. Right? They want to say, if you have a federal job, then you are required, mandated to get the Jim Jones juice. Right. That's how they would act, folks, if they could. What is protecting us, me and you? What is protecting us truly from this socialist tyranny? It is our Constitution. And the Second Amendment to that Constitution is one of the guarantees that this government cannot disarm us. An armed man is a free man. An unarmed man is a slave, is a servant, is a peasant, and is ripe to be destroyed by the state, the government, if you will. We're having trouble, folks. Big, big, big trouble. Ah, let, us, let us go with this, right? Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul. He decided he was going to introduce some amendments to the Senate gun bill. And I want to know why more senators aren't opposed to this. What is it? 14 Republicans have joined the Democrats. 14. To try and infringe on your rights. 
Well, it's because they are bought and paid for already by big business and by Epstein handlers, right? These are corrupt individuals who must obey their masters. They have broken a law in some form or fashion. That's, that's satire and that's cynicism because otherwise, why would they compromise their values? Why would they do it? Why would they look at the Constitution, which is written in very clear English, and anything that's a little confusing, you just go and grab yourself a history book, the Federalist Papers, and find out why they did what they did. And once you read that, it becomes very clear, very quickly, why, why we have the amendments, the Constitution, is to protect ourselves. So why would they violate that trust we placed in them? Why would they violate that oath that they have? Folks, it's because they're controlled. And a government that's controlled by interests that are not sworn to oath, that are, well, greedy at the least and nefarious and evil at the worst. It's incredible, absolutely incredible, folks, that these people have authority in Washington, D.C., and they're trying to overrun us. And it will create an SHTF situation like they cannot believe if they start screwing with our Second Amendment. Unbelievable. So yeah, Rand Paul, his amendments, his amendments will not be voted up. No one will join him, if any, you know, very few, if any. And that's how this is going to go. That's how this is going to go. <clears throat> now, Marge Taylor Green, big Marge, right? She held a press conference today. She addressed the recent uh, anti-gun efforts going on in Washington, D.C. And uh, she's an outspoken advocate of the Second Amendment, of our rights as people. And she criticized members of the Republican Party who are pandering to the Democrat Party, who are obeying everyone and everything except their oaths in the Constitution. And any attempt to remove constitutional rights is in itself an act of treason, in my opinion. It's stated that those rights are inalienable. Inalienable. Right? Now, Marge Taylor Greene uh, kind of expressed concern, and she should, right, over the red flag uh, rules Right, which are a portion of what is in this law. And red flag laws are someone can complain and the police show up, take your guns, violate your rights, take your property without due process, without a crime being committed. Right? It usurps, it steals, it violates. So she criticized it, and rightly so. Now, at this press conference, Representative Marge Taylor Green said it's our job to defend the Second Amendment, and it is. He swore an oath to defend the Constitution, and the Second Amendment is part of that. Well, there was a British journalist there, folks. She says, we don't have guns in the UK, meaning the United Kingdom, England. <clears throat> we don't have guns in the UK, that is true, but we don't have mass shootings either. And our children aren't scared to go to school. <clears throat> well, uh, Marge Taylor Green had a response for that. She says, you have mass stabbings, lady. 
you have all kinds of murder and you've got laws against that basically pointing out that laws don't stop criminals and guns folks give the weak a chance against the strong whereas the weak with a knife cannot stand up to the strong with a knife now after saying you have all kinds of murder and you got laws against that the british reporter said nothing like the same rates here where's your evidence lady that's what i want to know who are you to come to america and question us but let me continue with what big marge said she says well you can go back to your country and worry about your no guns <laughs> we like ours here so uh marge taylor green posted the video on twitter now isn't it funny folks how a foreigner comes to our country and enjoys free speech here and questions our rights and our laws while her nation is violently deteriorating. Recall the radical Middle Eastern uh, believer, the believer who beheaded a man with a butcher knife in public. Cut a guy's head off. Sawed back and forth, cut his head off. Filmed it while he spewed his cultural nonsense. Thanks, England. I think I'll keep my guns, my handguns, my rifle, and my concealed carry ability while you play pincushion to wackadoo morons over there. I agree. If you don't like it, leave our country. If you don't like our laws, then stop exercising those rights like free speech. Unbelievable. I'm glad Marge Taylor Green stood up to her and said, uh, <laughs> All right, we like ours here. We like our guns, right? I like that she said, uh, <clears throat> she said this, right? Um, go back to your country. I think kids in England are very scared you do have mass stabbings lady yeah they've got a lot of violence over there kids are scared to go to school they may not be scared of guns but they're scared of everything else now unbelievable right unbelievable there's another topic that i wanted to talk on here and on subscribe star jolene put up the link but i think you can probably find it um there's a map that's been put out Compared to the rest of the planet, the United States does seem to be having a lot of food production-related accidents, incidents, and issues. Issues. Why and why now? Because if you look at the map, the U.S. is like a pincushion with all these dots all over it of problems. And the rest of the world has the occasional pin push here or there. Right? Did the FBI have a warning that they sent around cautioning us that there were problems i remember this yeah months ago now the gateway uh, pundit you can go to gateway pundit and find this article there almost 400 of these incidents surrounding food agriculture etc are just in 2022 Over, almost 400 now folks almost 400 time frame january 1st to june 20th here are the reasons that these accidents seem to be occurring. These almost 400 accidents just this year alone. Fire and explosion, disease, permanent closings, vandalism, hacked, 
and government ordered shutdowns, right? Now, there's some trends that are kind of interesting. Most buildings are either damaged or completely destroyed by fire or explosions in the middle of the night. And there's no real reason giving, given why the, the fires are started. So I do recommend going to Gateway Planet and taking a look-see at the article. See if it could, it could or should concern you. It does concern me, folks, as we seem to have a problem with baby food, chickens, chicken eggs, cattle falling over sideways, plants being shut down by our own government, and of course, massive inflation. We've got some problems. We do, we have some problems, right? And instead of solutions, we're being offered the blame game. Today, Joe Biden, he whispered into the microphone and said, gas station owners, are to blame for the, the high prices. They're gouging us. Gas stations, folks, are not to blame for this. They don't pick the prices. And in fact, they're very competitive. They're usually trying to beat the gas station across the street to have the lowest price. Because what they want you to do is fill up with gas, then go in and buy Pepsis and Slurpees and candy bars and chips and beer Right, that's where they make their big profit margin. Their 100, 200, 300% profit margins come from sales inside the store. Gasoline, I don't think is a complete lost leader, meaning they're willing to lose money on it to get you into the store, but it is a very low profit margin item. Unbelievable, folks. We have nothing but trouble. Oh, yeah, speaking of the food thing, right? Are you prepared? Do you have food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense? And medicine includes, folks, treatments for cerveza bug, first aid kits, etc. Make sure you've got all of that. The preparedmind.club has your links. And Jolene is feverishly and furiously creating a new website for us so we can get those items we need and get them easy, get them fast, get them as cheap as possible. And it's important because they're bringing down the world. Now, as we have huge gas prices, as we have huge food prices, and we're starting to have spotty food issues, especially in the area of baby food. Now, What's the Biden administration doing about this? Well, the FDA will make sure there's Jim Jones juice for children. Oh, by the way, over in Florida, Publix. I think they got like 1,200 grocery stores. That's a lot of freaking grocery stores. 1,200 grocery stores says they will not make Jim Jones juice available for children under five, regardless of what the FDA or the CDC or anyone else says. They're saying, nah, we ain't doing that. Interesting. So, yes, uh, back to the the what is available, what isn't. Right, The FDA will give you Jim Jones juice for your kids. But we're going to shut down baby food formula factories. And then we're going to we're going to beg Mexico. I mean, I've been to Mexico, folks. It's a funky feeling. And America is getting nastily close to that. But we're supposed to believe that baby formula made in Mexico is safe. 
wholesome, nutritious, good, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not saying it can't be. I mean, obviously, people down in Mexico and babies down in Mexico eat, but uh, the FDA is so particular that they'll shut down an American plant. And it has for months. And it hasn't reopened them, even though they said they would. And correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure they've still said, oh, no, 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 you guys aren't ready. Apparently, we can't figure out how to make safe, nutritious baby food here. But we're just going to allow another country to make theirs and send it in under their standards. And that is acceptable. Well, yeah, they want to shut down your food. They want to raise your fuel prices. Well, the FDA says no more e-cigarettes. They've ordered Juul, J-U-U-L, to stop selling their electronic cigarettes. And an e-cigarette, folks, isn't really a cigarette. It's a uh, device that creates a vapor that has nicotine in it. So, you know, the FDA wants to shut that down. First, shut down baby food and now shut down adult products. Right. Maybe the FDA can take another look at the Jim Jones juice and see if it's dangerous or not. See if it causes problems worse than baby food that's bad causes problems. Right. Let's count the injured and dead from Jim Jones juice, shall we? Sorry, sorry, no, no. The federal government's not going to do that, folks. Not going to do that. Unbelievable. Uh, Liz Cheney, a.k.a. Ms. Piggy, is begging Wyoming Democrats to switch parties and vote for her in the August primary. What kind of Republican would do that. Go to the other political party and say, switch parties, re-register as a Republican, and then vote for me. Why? How is that anywhere, anywhere, folks, at all have anything to do with integrity and service to the public, et cetera, et cetera? Unbelievable that this pig would do that. She's losing, folks. She deserves to lose. She should lose. She needs to be removed from office. Just wanted to let you know what's going on there with little Miss Piggy. Good golly. The news today has just been astounding. Do you have your questions in to Jolene? I sure hope so. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to discuss, folks. Now, in New York City, they're going to offer... Monkeypox vaccines, right? A lot of people are starting to call it the pride pox, <laughs> right? What is going on in this world? Right? Um, the, there's, there's many predictions that we're going to hell in a handbasket. And the evidence that I see that supports that is what is being done right, in our government. What is being done to our fuel system? What is being done to our electrical grid? Uh, you know, when President Trump was president, we had mean tweets and we had um, a nation that was functioning pretty well. There were complaints that the infrastructure needed to be addressed, that we needed to look at our roads, highways and bridges and improve them. Right. That that's that's pretty much a fact. Right. Those problems we're seeing. But we weren't being put to the meat grinder 
the way we are now. The meat grinder is all over us right now, folks. It is incredible. Now we've got monkeypox, cerveza bug, mandates, airlines that will not, folks, be able to help you with travel. And if you do travel, you can go to Mexico and probably end up dead like those poor Canadian tourists that went down to Mexico. And it's continuing, folks. Down in Mexico, you can go there for a nice cheap Mexican vacation and you can meet one of many fates, you know, stabbings, shootings, being held uh, at gunpoint and being robbed, right, shaken down at a, at a major resort maybe. Not a very safe world anymore, folks. I sure hope you are prepared. I sure hope you have food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, and a means of self-defense. It is um, not a very pretty scene, not a very pretty situation that we're facing. Okay, let's do this. Let us switch over. We're going to switch gears and go to your questions. I've got more to talk about and some crazy stuff, too. Some wild stuff, stuff you would never imagine could be happening in our nation and in our world. But it is. But for now, it is time for the question and answer session with you on Subscribestar.com. Are you ready? Here we are. <laughs> and uh, right when I popped back on, it was 30 odd six, 30 minutes and six seconds, 30 odd six time. Okay, Jolene, who do we want to put on the board first? Uh, oh, here we go. It says, for those who are having trouble accessing live chat, please message us on Subscribestar or email Jolene. We can direct mail you the daily link. So if you do, if you want to be put on the daily list to get a direct link to the video. No more hunting around and searching for it. It'll totally eliminate the troubles you have. So do that um, while we debug the system, while we get things rolling. You know, a lot of people just, uh, when we were on Patreon, they just subscribe there to support the channel. And then they would just watch videos on YouTube as they came up. Right, that was that. But for those who really want to get in there and comment, participate, share information, ideas, go ahead and do that. Uh, um, send a message through Subscribestar to Jolene. She'll get your email address and make sure you get the direct link. Okay, and uh, moving along again as we, well, we claw and muddle our way through SHTF. Bonnie Blue steps in. And says, did John mention the Biden Department of Education new rule to deconstruct Title IX so that biological women have no protections? Gender ID is only consideration for sports, not biology. Uh, yeah, the, the Biden Department of Education. Um, we've got a lot coming out of Biden, Bidenville the Biden administration regarding gender and gender transformation and supporting that and funds being available for that. We're going to see, I think, a surge 
folks, and we're already seeing it with regard to Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. There are so many uh, great ways that women and men can um, responsibly, folks, choose to have or not have a family. And uh, reliance on Roe v. Wade is going away, like it or not. And some states have said, hey, look, we're going to pass our own laws. And that's really what this, I think, this decision is going to come down to, is the Supreme Court is going to say, it's a state decision. This is interesting, folks. States' rights are becoming a big deal. The Tenth Amendment to the Constitution, right? Any law or rule or authority not specifically prescribed to the federal government shall be retained by the states. That's a paraphrase of the Tenth Amendment. So, yeah, it's, uh, it is the way that the Biden administration wants to interfere in states with regard to education and gender policies and these social ridiculous policies is their interference. And I'm going to use the word interference. This is, this is right out of the SHTF Marxist playbook. The federal government says, if you want our federal education money, then you must perform these specific duties, right? You have to do this, 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 and this. You're not allowed to deviate from the federal plan or no federal money for your state and your school. So I like this. I really do, because what they're saying is, yeah, you don't have to do what we say. And so states, I think, should do without. Really, uh, what money do they give and where does it go? Well, they give money and then they say you've got to spend it on all of these ridiculous federal programs. And by ridiculous, I mean exactly that. Commanding schools to allow trans athletes to compete not according to their biological makeup. And I don't have to be a biologist to understand you're either an XX chromosome or an XY male chromosome. It is very easy to understand what a woman is and what a man is, what a male is and what a female is. But in order to get that government money, they're going to make you obey their social standards. Years ago, I pointed to this and said, this is social engineering. That's what the government is doing. That's what corporations are doing. And I remember some jackass is going, there's no such, you can't engineer society like that. It's not possible. People do what they want. No, they don't. They have demonstrated very well that they can control investing even, investing in Wall Street based on social standards. It's called ESG environmental social governance and these esg investments are even worse than everything else that's happening you want to make decisions based on social standards or profitability and the law well these social standards are arbitrary folks arbitrary in fact they're so arbitrary that they would say well you know not everyone is equal no, 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 no. It's okay to discriminate against you because you don't fit the bill because you right, aren't their buddy all of a sudden. We've got some trouble, folks. we got some big trouble in this country.
Okay, uh, uh, thank you very much, Bonnie Blue. David says, your history lesson yesterday got me thinking. Our ancestors escaped lives of drudgery working in fields in order to pursue other accomplishments, only to realize a century later, it's all crap, and now there is a movement to withdraw from the broken and corrupt system that we all helped to create. Seems like every couple of generations has a back-to-the-land movement. Yes, I was discussing um, the uh, agrarian society. That is where every person took care of themselves. They grew their own food. They raised their own livestock. They traded and bartered with others for building materials. They built their own houses. Well, uh, interestingly, is, is technology advances. Even if you and I had the money to get the components, to refine them and process them and make a computer, uh, a microcomputer, a microprocessor that we could create would probably be the size of the kitchen table. And it would probably take 100,000 times as much material. Right? One of those tiny, tiny, tiny little processors would be the size of the table. In fact, in the movie um, Back to the Future 3, Right, the uh, one of the microchips that uh, Emmett Brown, Dr. Brown, had on the uh, time machine DeLorean uh, got got fried when it got hit by lightning. So Doc Brown created a new one, and it was about the size of a board game, right? Uh, and it had uh, test tubes and other weird shit, you know, old technology on there. Yeah, if if you and I wanted high tech stuff, we just couldn't do it. We literally couldn't do it. Right. So it requires in order to become high, high tech, it requires these specialized skills with specialized education and very special machines. You know, there are machines that make machines that make machines that get down and make just very technical, incredibly small um, materials, high tech stuff, folks. Uh, for me and you, low tech is fine. You know, you can't have a high tech tomato that's the size of the head of a pin. Right. There's no nutritional value or energy in there that we need. We need a big, ripe, full, juicy tomato. We need a big, giant head of lettuce. Right. We need chickens to lay really big, nice, healthy eggs. Right. Because we need quantities of food and quantities of minerals and quantities of vitamins. Uh, so agrarian societies, yeah, the individual can survive. But as soon as we want to go out of that, as soon as we want to go industrial and have industrialized transportation, you know, it, it affords us the prosperity that we desire. But at the same time, it, uh, it requires this diversification and specialization. Uh, and it can, it can get to an alarming degree, but here we are. Yeah, so every few generations, I think you're right. There is kind of a back-to-the-land movement. You know, when I was a kid, uh, this magazine was out there called Mother Earth, right? And uh, people, they wanted to live in communes and grow vegetables. While I was at the RMZ, in fact, down the road, approximately five miles was, uh, was five, somewhere between five and ten miles. It was a little ride. Um there was kind of a commune there where people would uh, uh, show up and volunteer to work and live and they could eat. And yeah, it was kind of also cultish, kind of a weird thing. 
but yeah, there's always these these back to the earth movements when people have had enough. Quite literally, when you've had enough shit, yeah. But if you want high tech, it requires uh, so much trouble. But uh, for some reason, at some point, common sense seems to leave the game. And I think it leaves us in this position where people are like, you know what? If you're going to screw everything up, I'll just do it myself. So in a way, uh, these eggheads fail themselves and fail us. For example, right? morons did this. In Germany, folks, they now have their national gas emergency plan. Right? They have risk levels. And it's at its second highest alarm phase. Natural gas. Right? Energy. Now, see, Germany screwed up. They have closed all of their nuclear power plants. They closed their coal-fired power plants. And they've been getting natural gas from Russia. And natural gas is only 50% lower in pollution than coal. Nuclear energy, I think, is uh, basically none of that. There's no emissions from nuclear energy. But be that as it may, the Germans... Uh, did this to themselves. They're so high tech. They're so smart that they put themselves in a position where not only did they did all of the European Union um, take a price hike, but they pissed off Russia so much, Germany did, that Russia said, you know what, we're going to cut off 40% of what you are supposed to get from us. You're going to get 40% less. How does that help Germany? How does that help the people? See, this is what happens when you make stupid mistakes and stupid errors and stupid decisions. SHTF for everybody. So, yeah, I think in Germany, it may behoove you to know how to have very warm clothing for the winter, right? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, and a plan. Clothing, yeah, clothing, number four. They're going to be in big trouble in Germany. Winter? Yeah, we're just now rolling into summer, but after that comes the fall and then the winter. Germany is as high in latitude as Canada, folks. Canada's freaking cold. All righty. Let us do this. Let us continue. We've got Oregon Patriot is up next. And he says, John, as much as I hope you're right about the evil cabal having little time before the elections, I can't help but wonder why they wouldn't be doing things to shore up their base. Instead, they're doing just the opposite. They're alienating everyone, almost as if they already know how the elections will turn out. We got two things here. Uh, and they, they are not mutually exclusive, though they may appear that way. Number one, you are correct. I believe they are alienating just about everyone they can. Democrats are pissed off at Joe Biden. They don't like the inflation. Some pretend that they're doing their patriotic duty and they're thankful and grateful to have the lives they have. It's easy to say when you have lots of disposable income, lots of extra money every month to pay your bills. When you're socking away lots of cash, it's very easy to say, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful and it's okay. You go get them, Joe. But the rest of the Democrats, folks, you know, the working poor, that the Democrats pretend 
right? That they are they're out there working for. Sorry, the Democrats are the party of the elites. They truly are, folks. The Democrats are the party of the elites and the eggheads who think they're special. But yeah, they're they're totally alienating them. People are pissed off at Joe. They don't like food prices. They don't like baby food shortages. They don't like fuel prices and fuel shortages. They don't like being threatened with brownouts and blackouts. They don't like being told that, well, you're going to pay more in taxes and you're going to get less for it. Nobody likes that. It's SHTF for everybody. So why aren't the Democrats being smarter about this? And your comment that, well, they're acting like, well, they know how this is going to turn out. Well, maybe they do, right? I don't, I don't believe that the rhinos and the Democrats are doing what's best for themselves or the nation. I believe they're doing as they're told. I think that the globalists are intentionally trying to bring America down as much as they can, as fast as they can. And I'm praying, folks, that the elections are a reflection of the true voting public. That is that we're going to see a major swing away from the Democrat Party, which has chosen to punish its own people, literally punish its own people. They have. They're punishing their own voter base with their policies. So the question I have, right, the question that I'm really concerned about is why would they do that? Well, the Democrats, uh, they're doing as they're told. So why would the globalists want to destroy uh, the Democrat Party? Is it to bring in a Republican Party that's going to do as they're told as well? Well, most likely. So what's the point? Well, the point is they want to change our country. They want to, in the words of Barack Obama, fundamentally change America. They want, I think, America to be very prosperous, and they want America to be very profitable for themselves. But there's a lot of things in the way right now. Uh, you, America, you're not doing as they want. You're not lining up to buy their electric cars. Right? You're living too well, too high on the hog. Right? They want us to be prosperous, but only enough that we can support them. But we need to do as we're told also. And so this is, I think, a lesson in who's the boss. Now, I do not agree that they're going to succeed. I think they may succeed, but I also think they're a bunch of arrogant pricks. And there's a good chance they're going to screw their whole plan up. If they haven't figured out how to do world domination by now, then they may not ever figure it out. And we, the people, well, we're not stupid. We can figure out what it is they're doing and why, and we can oppose it. That's why they want to get rid of our rights, by the way. Their big push. Have you noticed their biggest pushes? Uh, Cerveza bug. To convince us to obey in an emergency everything we're told and to be scared as well. Yes, we have the threat of another, folks. Another pandemic is coming. We've been told by Bill Gates. We've been told by Dr. Doom. We've been told by the president. We're going to have more of it. They want to take away our Second Amendment. We discussed that ad nauseum uh, earlier. They want to take that away. They're having a hell of a time doing it. But they need us to be disarmed. 
as a disarmed people, it's more likely to obey commands, especially when the iron fist right inside the velvet glove has to come out. Now, additionally, free speech, they are going after the First Amendment like never before. The same people, these, these radical hippie types, screaming about my rights and my free speech. Well, they're the ones who are saying, no, no, there's limitations and you're not allowed to have free speech. And they're using these young idealistic Marxists in colleges and in the tech sector to think that they get to be the ones who say what is and isn't allowed to be spoken. They will have their chains yanked as well. Um, they're useful idiots. And as soon as the powers that be uh, get as far as they hope to get or get everything they want, then they were going to play the game a different way. I think that they're willing to put Republicans back in charge. They'll let Joe Biden take all the heat for all the bad shit that's happened. And then they're going to reintroduce solutions. You see, one of the best ways to offer a new system is to break the old system, cause an emergency, a problem, SHTF, and then introduce their solution. Now, if you were told that you had to pay double the electrical price, double the fuel price, you would say, no, 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 we don't have to do that. But if they use stupid Biden decisions to triple the electricity price and quadruple the gas price, you would really be happy if they dropped that back down to just double. You would be really happy. So in order to pay for all this green New Deal energy, they need electricity prices to be higher. But they don't want to raise them to here and then go, hey, everything's fine now. They want to raise them way up to here and then say, ah, well, look, look, we'll lower them to here. But you got to do windmills and, and solar panels and... We're going to do carbon-free nuclear energy. It's just going to cost a lot of money to build these plants, to build these facilities, to build the infrastructure. But they want us to pay for it by paying for the higher rates. Well, we get a lower standard of living as a consequence. But, you know, after raising everything this high, they're going to offer, hey, here's your solution. It's only going to cost this much. It'll be cheaper even. But where rates are at now, where oil is at now, they can't do the things that they want to do. So they have to artificially raise the prices. Now, that falls right in line with them screwing up the monetary system, right? They have screwed that up as well. The dollar, she's not as going as far as she used to, right? Inflation. Well, how are they going to fix the money problem? A lot of people are speculating that the Bank of International Settlements, which designated gold as a tier one asset, meaning it's as good as the U.S. dollar to hold as a, a reserve. Um, we had a gold standard that we used to be on that we abandoned back in 1971. They started abandoning it because, well, there was too much US dollar currency. But in order to have a stable currency, they may have to peg the dollar, peg the euro, peg the yen, peg every currency to it, to a commodity standard. And that would ensure, right, a number of things. It would ensure the purchasing power. If the currency was tied to the value of a mineral like gold or silver or copper or wheat or soybeans or some other thing out there, whatever a country has, 
they could say our currency is based on that. And we may end up going back to that because they've screwed up the current system and they have to offer, once again, they screw it up so bad and then they say, well, in order to fix things, we'll make it a lot better than it was, but here's the new standard. So you may lose half your cash. You may lose half of your 401k's value in this rebranding, re I would say, of the dollar. Just the other day, uh, Chairman Powell of the Federal Reserve decided to let us know that there's going to be a central bank digital currency, a CBDC, and it's coming. And it's coming pretty good. It's coming fast. One second here. There we go. Okay. Subscribestar user uh, 8F9F. How do the normal people prevail? How do the people win? Well, that's a great question. 8F9F. That's a great question. How do we prevail? How do we win? We have to win. We have to win by being very firm having resolve. Okay, thank you, Jolene. We have to win by being firm, by believing what we believe and not backing down. They're going to do what they are going to do with the money system, right? No doubts there. They're going to attack and change and screw up the money system. They're going to try in every way they can to change our energy system, right? There's nothing in the Constitution that says we have to have gas or we have to have coal. Right. That's energy. And you would think that it would be handled by the private sector. Well, governments have involved themselves in um, in energy. Right. There's the PUC, the Public Energy or uh, Public Utilities Commission. We've got all kinds of issues with government involvement, but there's no protections, no demands. So we're going to have to go where the market or the big players are. So they can tell us how our transportation is going to be. They can tell us what our energy is going to be. But we have a right, folks, to live. They can't take that away from you. They can't demand you give that up. Gold and silver shall be money, says the Constitution. They can't take gold and silver. They can't take your ammunition either. That's the Second Amendment. You have a right to resist right? You have a right to resist tyranny. You have a right to resist lawlessness. You have a right to live by insisting on those things which are universal to all man. Resisting, living, owning property. Those are rights we have. They're going to do all they can, right? The elites to screw over us normal people, to cause us to lose our houses and cars and jobs and businesses, right? Now, if they do it illegally, well, that's something quite different, isn't it? Right? If they illegally, if they use illegal means, bribery, threats, um, collusion, conspiracy, working with each other outside the law or against the law, they can get in good trouble. And, and those people need to be exposed because I'm sure they're doing it. Right? As it is now, there's a lawsuit by the Missouri State attorney general's office against the Biden administration and big tech for collusion to commit 
uh, a violation, if you will, of our First Amendment free speech. They're trying to censor and silence us. And they're doing it against the law, in my opinion. And that's what the lawsuit is about. They're saying you're violating the law. These actions you're taking are a violation. You must stop. Okay. Well, I don't want to beat that one into the ground too hard. But yes, being prepared is the best way. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense and a plan. And you have a better chance, we all do, of defeating them, winning in the in the ways, you know, the best way we can. That's really about all we can do is put ourselves in a position. I talked about this with Crispy Bacon. I said, you know what? We got to survive this, man. It's going to be a case of survival having the food, having the ability to protect ourselves. We all do, not just Chris and I, but all of us. We've got to survive what is coming and be resolved to not give up our rights. All right, do we have anything else? We got Kelly RVA with a question. She says, I think the timing of the monkey pox, and I'm starting to call it the pride pox based on the demographics of those who are infected with it. The monkey pox is questionable the timing is questionable we won't be getting that one but do you think other jim jones juice products could be corrupted now uh flu tetanus and other medications that are given under the guise of um how do we put this you know when you're all constipated you take a laxative (laughs) that's uh yeah my question is i think that everything coming out is going to be corrupted. It is going to be tainted. I really think that these medications that they're going to wish to inject in people like the Jim Jones juice, everything is going to be tainted. I think that they're going to have an MRNA component. They're going to try it. I'm going to continue to say, no, thank you. I don't want that. I don't need that. That is not going to help me. I don't care what it's for, right? I don't trust a tetanus shot. I don't trust anything. I do not trust these doctors. Sorry, right? I have my doctor that I know personally, right? But I don't, I don't uh, trust any of the others. I don't trust doctors in government, especially. Now, over in Florida, they've got a pretty good uh, surgeon general uh, who's politically aligned with Governor DeSantis over there. And, uh, you know, he seems to be concerned about the welfare of the people. Um, But see, I I just, I don't, I don't, I don't trust the CDC. I don't trust these people. You can trust them if you'd like. I'm not telling you to do or obey or believe me. Do your own research. Uh, What is nice is that here on Subscribestar, I hope you're a member of Subscribestar. It's only two bucks a month. If you're a member here, you're going to get a lot of information. We've got a great source of information that comes in or sources of information about the Jim Jones juice, about what is happening with it, about the risks involved, the consequences, the injuries, the deaths, and how, shall we say, ineffective everything is. (sighs) Truly, folks, we've got trouble. There's no better time to be a prepper. There's no better time to be cynical and question authority 
than now. And I'm not telling you to follow me. I'm going to lead us to, uh, you know, salvation. No, that's not what I'm about. I'm trying to tell people to get prepared. Uh, Kelby RVA, you are very welcome. Yes, I think that they're going to be tainted and corrupted uh, from here on out. And how would you know? Right. As a regular person, how would you know if what you're getting is what you think it is? Can you trust the doctor? Can you trust the pharmaceutical company that's making it? Really, you can't. So who can you trust, right? The favored, prepared mind, your own. That's who you trust, right? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, and that plan. That plan includes understanding the medical system and where we're at in history and who you can trust and not. God bless America. Semper Fi. Thank you again for all your support. And I'll see you first thing in the morning.